Grandpa, what do you call this thing again? It's a 66 Ford Bronco. I think you got ripped off. Why is that, honey? It's got no Wi-Fi, no USB port, no Bluetooth. Exactly. I guess we'll just have to talk. Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. Is that the window button? It's called a window crank. Cool. The faster I move it, the faster it goes down. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. Being old is kind of cool, Grandpa. Works for me. For people who love cars. Welcome to Rain City Supercars. I'm Dan. I'm Nick. And we're still apart. Yes. <laughs> Someday you'll know the podcast will start with reunited and it feels so good and you'll know we're all in the same zip code. <laughs> so how are things down there in Weatherville? I see it snows one day and then it's like 90 degrees. <laughs> yeah, it snowed on, I think it was Friday, like heavily snowed, not like a little bit. Not like, oh, there's snow, like it dumped snow, covered the windows, like four wheel drive snow. And then it was immediately rained and went away. And then it was 92 days later. <laughs> so. Wow. Okay. You seem to find the apocalypse of weather there. It's, yeah. been, it's been nothing but rain here. It's starting to, it's hopefully looking more and more warm. We'll see. I'm, I'm hoping it doesn't rain this weekend because we've got that uh, Haggerty off-road event. So. You mean the Avon's off-road event? It'd be cool if Haggerty was there. But. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> I'm ha- you know, I'm having a week. And it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Yeah, me too, man. It's Tuesday. Well, well, speaking of Avance, let's talk about our sponsors because we are brought to you by Avance, Carter Subaru, Drivers Club, and Grizz Garage. We're also brought to you by Haggerty, Rainier Beer, America's Automotive Trust, and Salvo Design. Yep. I've got actually Jeremy's hanging out with us down here right now. Is he? Yeah, he came to visit. Nice. So we have our designer here. (laughs) <laughs> I see. <laughs> Having him design you a place in McCall? <laughs> yes, actually, I wish. I'd love it yeah. here. It's, uh, I was trying to describe it to somebody the other day. It's basically like a little mini Chelan without the wineries. Yeah. That's exactly what it's like, it, actually. <laughs> it reminds me a lot of like Coeur d'Alene, but like outside of the downtown and area and things like that. But yeah. it's, uh, believe me, I wish I could be there. I wish I could be there. So anything else? Have you been out uh, riding the monkeys? Not a lot. Um I guess I'd take that back. I, I have been riding a little bit here and there, but we switched yeah. uh, switched cabins, uh, switched Airbnbs, and so rode it a little bit. I got my new helmet, which I'm sure you – I hope everybody got a kick out of my Spaceballs right. reference because it's Absolutely much, love your helmet, yes. <laughs> it looks awesome. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's we've been really busy. I've been working a lot since I've been here. This isn't like a vacation where I'm just gone for a month working every single day like I normally do because that's the fun of remote working. I'm just doing it in Idaho. So. How dare they make you work for a living? I know. It's just blasphemy. So, <laughs> I've been I've been doing my daily squats, getting ready for our our monkey run. Um, you know, I, I still don't think it's going to be enough. But uh. no, I has been riding around here and riding up the forest roads. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely wearing the padded shorts. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got my bicycle shorts ready. So, yeah. um, you know, I just need to find some knee pads for, you know, for riding. So for riding? Yeah. Really? <laughs> for riding. Yes, for <laughs> riding. So, yeah. Yeah, I uh, speaking kind of of Avance, I, I, I was supposed to make it to last night or this week. Uh, Avance had a uh, an event with Ferrari of Seattle to show off the new SF90 yeah. um, Spider. Um, and from what the pictures seem, it seems great. I was supposed to be there. Like I said, I got called away by a client, but incredible car i cannot believe what a beautiful car that is i've seen i've actually seen one of the hardtops driving around here so um people are buying them here which is incredible to me such a neat car cool yeah i'm sorry sorry i missed it i like the photos but i'm sure we'll have one in driver's club you know as soon as i get back (laughs) yeah it'll be there yeah just somebody has to take delivery i i you know i was when i was looking at the uh 
the coupe version, I didn't know where they were going to put the roof. And like I said, not being able to see it, but um, I Ferrari surprises again. Um, and I, it's interesting. I wonder if they're going to keep going with this, you know, basically, you know, they took all the technology out of the law Ferrari and put it into this car. And I think it's still close to the, that, that million dollar point, but it's sure pretty. Um, you know, I'm hoping to see a lot of people out driving it and really using the heck out of the hybrid technology to save the environment. Yeah, I saw some photos from, a, speaking of that, from a meet in Renton of all places that was in the rain. <laughs> so that was outside of uh, Sarah's house, right on uh, at the water there. And I think, um, I'm not sure who put it on, but it was uh, downpouring. And I think they, I think you got a few cars there. Uh, she actually had a chance to go over and look at it. There was a couple of, a bunch of Ferraris showed up. Uh, there was a Ford GT, new Ford GT there. So, I mean, it was, uh, I don't know if it's something that's going to continue to happen, but it looked like, it was. it's a really neat spot down there, actually. Um, I spent a ton of time there, obviously, so I know it. But uh, if you haven't, if you don't know, if you kind of, right next to Boeing, there's a, I think it's a Hilton or a, I don't know what it is, but there's a whole complex in there that they built. Um, and after COVID, nobody really moved in there, but um, it's on the water. You can, you know, parking is free and it's, it's a really neat area. So. Sweet. Yeah, well, it looked nice yeah. to see the cars actually driving in the rain. I was glad it didn't stop anybody. I am. Um, I still think uh, we have a couple of listeners. I think they're going to pass through while I'm down here. But yeah. I am surprised at the lack of supercars in this town because it's sort of a, a hub to getting anywhere. And there's obviously plenty of money here, and there's a ton of it really could, nice off-road stuff. The fact that there's snow in the middle of June, Dan. <laughs> right, but even then. Like, yeah. I think the nicest thing I've seen drive through was a Z07 package Z06. Uh, okay. You know, same as what I had, but that's it. And anybody who's driven through here, there's basically three different ways to get to McCall, three good ways, and they're all perfect for supercars. And I'm just shocked that I haven't seen a bunch run through here, or, or more rallies for that matter. And so, I mean, I'm, I'm not shy about McCall and blowing this secret. I have a few roads I don't share, but this one is the many ways to get here is one of the best ways you can, one of the best weekend drives you can do. It's a full weekend, but it's one of the best drives you can do in the Pacific Northwest. So maybe listening, just go look at the, uh, the Ted drive on Dan's drives. It's a multi-day it's called Ted. It's one of the best rides or drives uh, out or should I say drives or rides you can possibly do. You'll just need a lot of gas nice. and tires and brakes and a windshield. <laughs> Well, I got I got a, an interesting rally story, but I wanted to let you get to the Carter Subaru tip of the day first. Okay, well, this is an interesting one um, brought to us by Jalopnik. This is just an article that somebody's reading, and somebody made a classic mistake that a lot of us have made over the years, and I'm not shy to admit I've done this once and didn't have the same results, thank God. It was a much older vehicle. And it's what happens when you cross battery cables, not in the car, but when you're jumping a car and you attach mm-hmm. them to another running vehicle. Well, if you're lucky, the running vehicle is fine, but usually the vehicle receiving the charge, it'll either, if you're lucky, just fry the battery, <laughs> or some cases do nothing, but most of the time it'll fry the battery, and oftentimes it'll, it'll fry the control unit next to the battery. So in a newer car, you can huh. imagine just how insanely expensive that is. So um, you may know the answer to this, and, I, and I, 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 the way I've done it my whole life is, is the proper order. I always hook up positive and negative on the car that's running that you're jumping and then i when i go to the car that needs to be jumped i go negative positive is that correct that's a good question okay <laughs> i can't remember uh, I, oh okay i mean i haven't blown anything up uh this uh this year and it's funny because um with sarah her car sat so long we had to jump it uh this weekend and so i had some i was sitting there looking at it going am i doing this right so <laughs> 
So uh, yeah, just a quick look. So the proper way to jump a car, and I'm gonna, this actually isn't the tip of the day. This is a good one, but I don't carry jumper cables, and there's a, a good reason why. But um, attach one, one red jumper cable to the positive terminal on the dead battery. Attach the other end of the same cable to the second jumper cable to the positive terminal on the live car battery. Attach one black jumper cable to the negative terminal on the working car's battery. And then back to the other car and put it on the ground. So red, red, okay, black, and then the last black that goes is the uh, the dead car. Okay. Yeah, and you're not supposed so, to I mean, attach it to the negative terminal on the dead car's battery unless you have no other choice. You're supposed to attach it to a ground point, which most newer cars have a ground point versus ooh. access to the negative battery terminal. I have definitely been doing that wrong then. Good to know. Yeah, so <laughs> one of the things I was going to suggest, though, is we've talked about this before, but a jump pack basically eliminates that entirely. Now, it's super easy to carry a jump pack in your car. Um, the brand I recommend, no paid sponsorship, is a brand of, called Gulu, G-O-O-L-O-O. And there's tons of tests online. Of course, I started with Project Farm. They're my go-to. But there's a ton of other tests backing this one up. For, some, for whatever reason, that one works. <laughs> that's, that's the one I have uh, based on their recommendation. It's never failed me. Uh, it'll hold the charge. I mean, I've probably gone six months without using it, and it's still been full. It's USB-C equipped and it charts, so it charges really fast. But the important part is, is you literally just hook it up to the battery and, you know, to the positive and then uh, one on the ground. And then you plug it into the jump starter and it has uh, overcharge protection. So you can never do that to your battery. You can never hurt the car you're jumping with it. And that's super important because it's just, it takes all the guesswork out of it. Even if you attach it directly to the battery, it still has over, overcharge and over voltage protection. So it won't damage the battery that it's on and it won't overcharge a motorcycle battery. Common hmm. common problem I've seen is when people jump motorcycle batteries from a car, yes, it'll work. It'll often fry the battery, especially on, like, batteries as tiny as ours, like a dirt bike battery or one of our monkeys. I mean, they're, like, I don't even know, like. Hey, my battery's normal size. Knock it off. <laughs> uh, they look like about two cans of pop. I don't know how to describe it. They're you. really, really tiny. And you can fry them if you, if you jump them that way. You can. That's why you're supposed to use a trickle charger to charge them back up. But if you did need to jump, it's actually better to, like, pop the clutch literally on a bike that small than it is to jump the battery from a car. So, hmm. yeah. Tip of the day, though, is it's more than one reason to carry a jump starter. We've talked about that before. But more importantly, you can't do any damage. And you can do that if you don't know what you're doing with uh, battery jumper cables. Mm a lot of newer cars will stop that from happening. Like they have overcharge and surge protection built in, but not all. And if they don't, the repair is very, very, very expensive. So. Well, also those 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 jump packs are a lot smaller than carrying jumper cables. Um, <laughs> my biggest problem, I have one for the Triumph, and the, my biggest problem was I let it sit in the car forever. The car didn't have issues, and then it died. And then when I needed it, so you know, just write yourself a note on your calendar to go down and charge your jump pack every, like you said, every six months, and you'll pretty be you'll be good. So I've used mine to good. even run my laptop and everything off of it because it's a That's huge nice. battery pack. It's massive. I mean, it's like, I mean, it's two thousand amp ch- jump. I think I don't remember what the how like what the capacity of it is. I'm trying to find the words, um, but it's, it was enough <laughs> to run my laptop all day. So that's <laughs> and nice. then some, and my phone, like it, I think it says it'll charge like a new iPhone, like 10 times or something. So it's, I mean, you can just, you can use it as a normal battery pack, but the important part is because it's USB C it'll charge really quick too. I think within a couple hours, mine will go from zero to full. And most of the older style ones with micro USB will take like two days to charge so it's worth it to yeah. go to the jump to the USB-C one and some have you know the wall outlet chargers but still USB-C is faster so anyway Gulu one you can find on Amazon all day Project Gulu Farm one. yeah it's G-O-L-L-O they're fantastic little product it comes in a nice little carrying case with all the cables you would ever need to charge anything not just a car or but it comes with USB-C uh, lightning everything so anyway hmm. and it's got a flashlight nice. too. Yeah. cool 
No, so um, I was going to talk to you, or, or you know, we're talking about rallies. Uh, somehow, the gold rush has is, is happening right now, and uh, the first real issue, um, apparently, have you ever heard of 1060 Industries? 1060, they do a yeah. bunch of stuff with McLaren and things like that. Apparently, they, they took their lovely new 720S on there and um, didn't glue a lot of the parts on real well. <laughs> and they, they all came off in the middle of a – I'm sure they were driving spiritedly and took out a bunch of tires on a, a, some YouTubers' cars. So that's been interesting. Which, when, but, but for Gold Rush, that's pretty mild. Um, and it looks like look, it looks like they're, they're basically started in New York and they end up in Dallas. They're kind of going through the south. But uh, Did they, do, they change the route really due to hot. COVID? Um, I don't know. Like I said, they're going like New York, Washington, D.C., like uh, Asheville, Atlanta, Memphis, New Orleans, Houston, Dallas. Okay. So it's nice and hot. I'll tell you that. Yeah. So there's but, a massive heat wave right now. It's already, there's a massive oof. drought. I have some friends in Utah and it's a, it was almost 118 outside of Moab today um, sitting oof. in the sun and the same in Arizona. They're, it's 110 to 120 degrees across that area of the country, which is insane. It's that's a heat wave for them. Like that's unprecedentedly hot. So Moab gets hot, but it's like low hundreds hot. So that was insane. Well, I know how much you like hot. So, Oh yeah. I do. (laughs) How much, how much we both thrive in hot climates. (laughs) Yeah. We're totally built for the heat. (laughs) We are totally built for the heat aerodynamic and built for the heat. I'll tell you, that's what people say about us the most. Yeah. So yeah. The running joke with anybody who knows this is Dan hates heat. Uh, I do not do well in heat. I hate heat too. Yeah. (laughs) You're just more vocal about it. Yeah. (laughs) I do not do well in high humid temperatures at all. I'm not happy. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think you're alone. I just think people hide that sometimes. So. Yeah, I don't. I'm Dude, like, I'll be in the AC. Bye. <laughs> yeah, bye. I'll be, well, there's cold water and ice and things that can cool me, and I'll, I'll be less angry. Yeah, so we're going out of 10 Much tonight, less. right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sleeping on the, 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 the surface of the sun. So yeah, did you uh, did you get a chance to see that new uh, release of that model uh, Tesla Model S Plaid? I, I believe. did. I'm, I'm assuming he named that after Spaceballs. Yeah, Spaceballs gone to, to Plaid. Okay. I mean, that's, yeah, he's, he's done because the other one was ludicrous speed, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, this one was gone I, to Plaid. I, yeah. I'm just seeing a lot of I just in my mind like future people like you know elderly people that have driven through you know how people accidentally drive into like the front window of a beauty shop like with plaid people are going to be driving through the building out the next one and through the house behind them kind of thing. Yep. Like how fast does it need to be? I never thought I'd say that but I <laughs> cool I guess. I mean 9 second it's a, it's a 9 second quarter mile car now which is insane. Um that's that's yeah, nuts. but about the time Sally down the street, who's been driving for you know sixty years, <laughs> accidentally puts it in plaid mode because she's screwing around, and then takes off from the light, and then you know, yeah, I had my mom launch my GTR, she did fine. So <laughs> yeah, that's one of the best stories you have is your mother launching your GTR. So, <laughs> so I, don't, I just I don't know I just I mean I'm sure there's safety precautions, but it's at a certain point you go, good lord, <laughs> I guess like, why just, not? Just build a drag car Tesla. It's easier. That would be cool, actually. I'm still waiting for the Roadster. I wonder what they, I mean, with the nine second of the Model S in Platt, I wonder what the Roadster is actually going to do. Like, I can't wait to see the real numbers. So. Well, I mean, because we're, I mean, with with that, the we're under what two two five on some of the like the street street cars, right? Porsche yeah, and Lamborghini. Yeah, the, Porsche, the right? 992, yeah. their 992 Turbo S doesn't just just under or just at two seconds, I think, a little over two seconds. So I remember when we dropped below three, and that was huge. Like, I mean, yeah, technology, huh? So. And now my truck is zero to sixty in five and a half seconds. 
Eventually. I mean, boy, I'm seeing – there's a lot of Raptors around town all of a sudden. I was driving around yesterday, and I mean, I'm seeing a lot of them. And I don't know if it's just where I live or if people are just starting to bring them out, but a lot of Raptor builds have come out of COVID looking like animals. So it's yeah, been pretty interesting. Which is, I mean, nothing else to do. Used car pricing is insane right now. I was going to move on to my, that to be one of our next topics. Yeah. Is it's, it's often smarter to buy new now, which is weird. Um, like we talked about it last it's week. It's cheaper it, too, I think. Yeah, <laughs> it's cheaper to buy new. Um, when it comes, if you're financing and you're not getting like low interest, um, even then it's usually cheaper to buy new at this point, which is a weird thing to say. That's, I don't think it's ever been true before. Has that ever been true before? I mean, for I some models, so. yeah, but not for across the board, which is weird. Good time to go get your new Carter Subaru. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go see our friends at Carter Subaru. But yeah, um, there was, what was, I saw somebody post on Reddit the other day from a Toyota dealer. <laughs> it's like, does anybody want a new Toyota? How about a Tundra? Gray or gray? And that was the only two cars they had left on the lot. You can have any color you want as long as it's gray. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> two Tundras across the whole dealership. So, so weird. Well, yeah. And I mean, like we talked about last week, you know, people, they're, they're, these dealerships are buying used cars for, I mean, at prices that are incredible. People are putting tens of thousands of miles on it and maybe losing a thousand bucks. Yeah. It's it, ridiculous. I'm, I'm worried about the inflation a little bit, but I mean, like, even used car prices. Um, yeah, with the way used car prices are, though, it's just, I mean, a great time to sell if you have an extra car laying around. I mean, some of us do. I mean, I've, I've been looking at all the Avance projects going together, and it's been fun to see that. Yeah, well, people, the people in Avance will go out and break them, so the projects will continue. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of dealerships, uh, Ford is going to start delivering the new Bronco. I've heard and that. And the good news is they only have to deliver 125,000 of them. <laughs> That is how many they have ordered. So um, that's finally happening. So if you ordered a Bronco a couple of years ago, you'll probably see it in, in another couple of years. Yeah. It's insane to me. I mean, and, and if you don't know the story that Ford, you know, gave presented the Bronco, the Bronco Sport, there, there's tons of them around town now. But the new Bronco, they had a bunch of stuff that they couldn't get delivered just because of COVID and supply. And mm -hmm. they never really said what it was, but um, – I was laughing at the story, and they're like, well, "It's okay. We've only we only we only have 125,000 orders to ref to fill." And I'm like, "Geez." So, I mean, you know, but do you know what? And that you know, I'm and I'm wondering, and the the sleazeball side of dealerships, these people that order these cars and they have a price in their mind, and the dealership's going, "Well, there's we have a dealer markup and a, you know, a new trailer fee and a." <laughs> oh, I'm sure we'll some will come back to the market. Um, that's been one of my gripes with Ford, um, and why I haven't typically purchased one and why I went to Arizona to get one is Ford is notorious for this. Ford dealers in particular, uh, if you looked at the Shelby pricing when it came out, even the Shelby pricing now, I should say, but even when it came out, it was massively over. The Raptors continue to be massively overpriced. Um, I don't know. I have a problem with ADM, but I understand it's business and the way things like are done, but I don't like it, so I won't pay it. I'll just wait. I'm just going to wait for the new Bronco anyway to come out for a few years, but I don't know. I think yeah. I forget how many trucks they sell a year because the F-150 is still the best-selling vehicle in America. But I bet you 125,000 isn't as insane of a number as we think when you compare it to like F-150s. But it's it's deliverables. It's it's the fact yeah. that you got to think. I mean, Ford is probably cranks out a couple hundred a day. I mean, off the line, maybe. I think it, it's more it, than that. You think so? Yeah, with this, I, I was we're gonna look that up. I'm gonna come back to that. Yeah. So. Yeah, because I'd, I'd be curious because, I mean, still, and you know, you, and they're not offering a lot of the. You know, specialty colors. They have all their Ford colors, but you know, all these people that you know with your the different packages and things like that. There's a lot. There's a. I. I it's not like I don't think putting together a, a basic truck on the line because you're. You know, you got the the rat. What is the Sasquatch package with all the big axles and everything? So, mm -hmm. it's going to be a little bit. I think it's going to take some time. 
I mean, we'll see. Um, and now, and now they introduce what's it, the new Ford Maverick. They're the new little truck, yeah. which I don't get because I thought the Ranger fulfilled that that position. Well, if you look at the Ranger now, though, I mean, there's this. We've talked about this comparison. I think maybe a couple of years ago, which is funny to say, we've talked about this a couple of years ago, that mid-sized trucks now are about the same size as full-size trucks were 20 years ago. So like uh-huh. if you look at a new Ranger, it's about the same size as a 90s uh, F-150. And so there, I, think this, I, think there's, I think this makes a lot of sense for Ford. Uh, and I think it makes a lot of sense for the market in general because the use of a truck is, I mean, once you have a truck, you find a million ways to use it. And I don't just mean off-road. Like that stuff's fun. But like if you have a four-door really compact truck that's awesome for around town because i mean it's if you look at how big my f-150 is i mean not just because it's a raptor but just the length overall it's massive big four-door trucks are huge and even the ranger is pretty big for a truck now so i think this if you're looking for a city truck and most people don't use their trucks to go off-road they're not pulling (laughs) stumps out anymore i'm sure not i'm just playing with it and you know flying out my ass down logging roads so (laughs) i mean this thing makes perfect sense for probably most people the people that are honest with themselves anyway. <laughs> well, that, and I mean, starting price of $19,000. So that'll be kind of, I mean, you won't, you, I always get the biggest kick out of that when car cars be like, oh, you can get one at 19,000. Like that car does not exist. Yeah, like, exactly. And the interior milk is crates nice. for seats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, the gauge cluster screams of kind of nineties <laughs> Ford Ranger, but uh, the, the center stack and the, the seats and everything else are actually really nice, especially for the, for the cost. Let's put it that way. And I'm going to be honest. It looks like a Ridgeline. Yeah, it looks like a it looks like a miniature Honda Ridgeline. So we'll see. I mean, they're show obviously, you know, Ford showing it on the website with everybody unloading DJ equipment and a band. And I'm thinking, yeah, right. Like you be able to get all the stuff in that. But we'll see. I mean, it it'll be an interesting concept. I want to see it in person, like to really see, because you never know. You know, with not all pictures are accurate, Dan. You know, on the internets. Is so, that true? <laughs> who, who knows what the how how tall these people are in these the catfish ads. truck? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's true. Well, I mean, you know, yeah. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Well, I mean, It'll like the, the use case they're showing here, though, is like you know, if anybody's you know pulling a small trailer, like with a couple of jet skis, or they just want a small dirt bike trailer or something like that, this thing is actually going to be really great for that. And for a lot of people, this is all they need. If you don't have a lot of space and you still need a truck uh, for light duty work, I mean, you basically you're just getting a, a four door SUV with a giant trunk. Which is not a bad thing. I, I want to see how long the bed is and if it'll carry a monkey. Yes. That would be interesting. I bet you, I mean, we'll the tailgate, that, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, we should talk about this. I know exactly where you're going with this one because this I is want like a Grom. My... I want a 2022 Grom. I want it with the gold wheels. I want the SE package. Yep. Oh. I'm going to supermodel. Why do I thing. want a, a Grom, Dan? I, a Dan, <laughs> I have a monkey. <laughs> yeah, but why not? I know. Oh. Don't look for excuses. I, look I, for reasons, Nick. Well, but that's, I mean. <laughs> You know, speaking of that, um, and I'm I'm not going to mention all this, but the the dealership where we where we ended up, uh, most of us, uh, me and Sarah and, and all us got monkeys and things like that. Eight bikes have gone out that door in the last three months. Yeah, so, you're welcome. We, you know, if any if anybody wants to hire us to sell motorcycles, we'd be good at that. <laughs> we would. I was. We good. really would be. Yeah, sure. We would, really would. Be. Yeah, it's a it's a weird yeah. industry, like I've said, but yeah, uh, this this read my favorite headline of the year for. And Please, I love this. Yeah, this is the best headline. Jalopnik, thank you. I don't get all my sources from Jalopnik, but I actually screenshot this because I think it's one of my favorite things I've read there. If the 2022 Honda Grom doesn't make you happy, maybe you can't be happy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and 
I want to bring this up. So you you had you posted a memory on Facebook about wanting a Honda Monkey from like what two years ago, three, three years, years ago? ago, and I forgot it came up in my Facebook memories. Yeah, and I mean, and who knew then what it would lead to to now, and and so much money out the door, and so much fun, and <laughs> oh, I still have parts I'm funny. putting on here. I have ordered uh, just miscellaneous things to show up in Idaho. So I this. Uh, this new Airbnb we got has a massive three-car garage. Not just like a little three-garage. Like, it's a full shop. Like, you could fit a boat in here. It's huge. The house nice. isn't that big, but the shop is awesome. And so I have the trailer backed in. I've got the monkeys unloaded, and I've got all my, I've got a bunch of tools with me because I brought – I'm not going to lie. I brought every tool I would possibly need to rebuild the trailer if necessary, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. by proxy, I have most of – pretty much every tool I would need to work on the monkeys or do anything else I would need to do because I brought a lot of tools. But, hey, trailer. Sure. So, um, but, you, yeah. It's so did you watch that trailer video I sent you? It was funny because I, I, I was looking at those, those, those wheel chocks and thinking, Dan needs these, and you're like, yeah, I have them. <laughs> that was an interesting build. Yes, um, it was super yeah. cool, though. Like, over the yeah. top, but now I'm like, oh, I have all these things I can do with this trailer now. My little Harbor Freight trailer is going to turn into a monkey project, I think, where it's like, you know, I'm into the trailer for like 700 bucks, and, you know, 3000 later, the trailer's complete. <laughs> Could have bought a new trailer, yeah. I still might. Well, I no. really like having one. I didn't realize how handy it would be to have a little trailer, and I'm like, this is going to be great. I've got a lawnmower to get and everything. <laughs> you could have moved all the boxes out of the house in like two trips with that trailer. Yes, and that is exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> um, we're jumping around here all over, but I, when we move to the, the, the new house, I am hiring movers for the really heavy stuff. I mean, we're in our forties. I'm not hiring, I'm not hiring. I'm not grabbing my friends to help move couches and things. I sold the couch. You're welcome. Um, but, uh, I'm just getting it probably the same one again, <laughs> yeah. knowing me. Yeah. But it's, uh, <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. So, but, but the boxes and everything, I, so we stacked um, everything into those standard size moving boxes. So everything's super, super neat in the, uh, uh, in the storage unit. And so uh, my, the bird is jealous. He's not part of this conversation. Sorry. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, so sacking him in the trailer will make it really easy because we'll have super standard, just pack it to the top. I just got to watch the weight limit on that little tiny trailer. Yeah, you're, you're not going that far. It's just a couple of miles. You'll be fine. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> what could All go right, wrong so going up by 90 at 75 miles an hour with an overloaded <laughs> Harbor Freight trailer? <laughs> oh God, I'd never get on the freeway in a Harbor Freight trailer. God, that'd be insane. Uh, <laughs> Because it's only 80 to get here. The speed limit's 80, yeah, by the right. way. So was, that was interesting. I looking my rearview mirror every five seconds, hoping the trailer's still there. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to see. Well, thanks to my ADHD, this conversation started right. with the Honda Grom. Sorry, listeners. 2020. But, I mean, if you don't know about the Grom, you should go research it. I mean, it's basically among – it's a, it's the same. It's No, it's not anymore. It's a different en- – it's a better engine, more transmission, more speeds on the transmission – yeah, so the new monkey is a five-speed as well. So this is the new yeah. iteration of the Grom monkey. There's also the Trail 125 that came out too, which looking around here, that would be the perfect bike for McCall. If you lived in the woods out here in McCall, you want a Trail 125. Anyway, apparently those are really hard to get. Yes, they are. Like really, really hard to get. But you know, I'm sure I'm sure the Groms will be hard to get too. But I mean, to be able to get into a bike like that, that like 35, I think 3500 minus tax and license, obviously. But great, and I mean, set up and delivery and destination, like, which another conversation 190, it's 190 bucks like not that i've been looking it up <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's not what the dealers may charge you they'll have the dock fees and everything else yeah. you five grand uh, everybody a mini bike is five grand let's put it that way maybe a little bit less yeah. from a dealer but five grand is a pretty low entry point for smiles that big anyway smiles per miles yeah yeah smiles to the gallon and I, <laughs> and I think they even they even squeezed a little bit more uh 
you can put more, a little bit more gas into it. It's like a gallon and a half now or something. Yeah, it was like 1.25 before, 1.3 before, and now it's 1.5 or something. So it's another 20 miles, though, 30 miles. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it'll, it'll be interesting to see. I'm, I'm, I want to see one first because it's it's and because they've made them so customizable now, too, that uh, I'm kind of curious. Not that I didn't customize my monkey and couldn't customize something else, but, you know, so. <laughs> you know, I should have brought this up sooner because I have another article I want to talk about, which I, this is one of those it's about time kind of things. So speaking of uh, shattering my windshield every time I seem to leave town, um, which I only got one you tiny chip. You guys doing chip. still good? Yeah, I only got one tiny chip so far. The Audi survived just fine with its new windshield. Nice. The truck only got one tiny chip on its way down to Boise. Um, but Jeep, uh, finally, <laughs> so if anybody is not familiar with the windshield on a Jeep Wrangler, it's basically a flat piece of glass, and <laughs> that's it. And so everything hits it all the time because of the rake of the windshield. Well, now you might be able to get that optioned, uh, the Wrangler or the Gladiator, with Gorilla Glass, uh, which is a, if you've heard that buzzword before, ooh, Gorilla Glass, that's what everybody's been hyping on cell phones for years because it's pretty, I mean, for how thin it is on a phone, it's pretty shatter resistant from dead impact. Now, anybody who's had a metal rim phone knows that they shatter anyway, but you don't have that problem in a vehicle because you're not getting a lot of side impact to your windshield. So, um, I, there's no price info on this yet, but apparently it's going to be an option on the Jeep, and I hope they do that across the board. I hope that becomes standard because, like, I don't think it can be that much more expensive. It'll make a great I, case I, for using OEM glass, but, like, I'm tired of going through windshields. Oh, I agree. I'm wondering weight-wise if it, if it will be equal less or more because I, I don't know necessarily know the, what, it's, what it's made up of, but, I mean, I know it works. I've had it on a lot of my phones, and they've saved me. Yeah, it, it's it's good stuff. I mean, like I said, it's impact resistance is where it's at with that stuff. And so, yeah, I mean, if they can start doing it on windshields as standard, that it seems like a no-brainer to me as long as the cost isn't astronomical. And it can't be that expensive. I don't know that for sure. I don't have any scientific data, data to back that up, but I mean. I laugh because all Jeep has to do is, you know, slant the windshield back just a little bit more, you know. <laughs> Or you just teach people to find, you know, I think this, the Jeep windshields still fold down, don't they? I mean, they still have the they bumpers do. on them. They the, actually on the... make it easier to fold down now. And since the JL, they've been much easier to uh, fold down. So I saw, and I didn't know this, and it's and I went and researched it. Uh, there was somebody driving around at Metropolitan here with half doors. You can get half doors again Ooh. for Wranglers. Yeah. Are they um, a Jeep accessory or are they an aftermarket accessory? It's a Jeep accessory. Oh, it's a Jeep well, accessory. Cool. I, I stopped and talked to the guy, and then I went and looked it up. There's a if you're a big Jeep person, there's a gentleman on YouTube called Way of Life, and he is oh, yeah. he owns he's great, and he and his videos are incredible. He he does a, a great job, and I went and looked at his, but yeah, and they've got cloth uh, inserts. It's basically like the inserts that go into the Triumph for the doors. It's like you know, and it clips in, but yeah, they're half doors, you know. And Jeep makes you buy two of them. I don't know why that's like that seems like a duh moment to me. Like why would you want to buy one? But uh, yeah, and apparently they're really light and really nice. Uh, the guy really liked them, like I said, um, and I was surprised. I think I scared him a little bit, but uh, I was like, where did you get those? It's like, do you have a Jeep? And I'm like, no. I just really but like I want to know about this. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and I would assume that that if you if you could get them for the Wrangler, you can get them for Gladiator and things like that. I don't think the doors are that much different. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think they're the same uh, in the front. I don't know if they are in the rear, but I think they're the same in the front. Huh. Yeah. So, and then I was I was cruising around the internet, and I'll be interested to see this because uh, Maserati is going to be bringing back the Gran Turismo, and they get the prototype, and it looks a lot like the old one. I mean, even in camo. Which but, is not um, a bad thing. That was a no, gorgeous no, no. car, yeah. 
but it was underpowered and it still is. It's just underpowered. I mean, it was a, it was a comfortable interior, but even with that, that V8, it just, they tuned it. They tuned it. They down-tuned it. So I'll be interested to see if something comes out of it. I'd like to see them, you know, I know a lot of car companies these days are, you know, taking, they're going hybrid and they're, they're taking a lot of the cylinders out of cars, but um, I'd still like to see some fun. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. The Gran Turismo was so long in the tooth for an overhaul anyway, so. Yeah. I'm surprised. It, well, I, I, and I want to see the, I forgot the name of it now, the new two-door rear engine uh, MC20. Is that the MC20? Yeah, yeah I think that's yeah, what it's, it is. It's the, yeah, successor to the 12, but yeah. Yeah, um, which, which says a lot. I mean, that I think that's a downgrade from the 12, but I'll be yeah. considering the 12 was an Enzo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Better looking yeah. Enzo. Yeah, that's 100%. Percent. <laughs> and you can take the roof off, so. Oh, okay. So I did. A, we're going to backtrack a little bit because I did find some quick research. Now that I, uh, I just it just popped up. Actually, it literally just popped up on my screen. Thanks for listening to me, spy device. Um, <laughs> little news thing popped up. I, I that's hilarious. I like our robot overlords. Yes, everyone, welcome our new over, robot overlords. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Gorilla Glass. I just clicked on it. Here we go. So the Jeep option. It's only a ninety-five dollar option, making it a pretty much a no-brainer, and it should be standard at that point. Um, the outer ply of Gorilla Glass is 52% thicker through the overall panel, uh, even though the overall panel is lighter and thinner. So the it's basically oh, just cool. really thick, really hard outer glass, um, touting three times better impact resistance compared to normal glass. That's a significant amount for 95 bucks. Um, so is it an option right now, like something you can check while you're... You, yep, or, it's a $95 option on the 2021 JL, apparently. Good God, it's like it's like a thirty-five dollar option to put it on your phone. So it means Verizon's been you know ripping me off all these years. Jeez, <laughs> that's the screen protector. That's so, the same thing. No. Yeah, so you can get a Gorilla Glass protector on top of your Gorilla Glass if you have an iPhone for like fifty that's bucks. A lot of Gorilla protection. Which is funny because the screen protector for your phone is fifty bucks. The windshield for the Jeep is a ninety-five dollar option. <laughs> that's my point. Yeah. <laughs> what does that tell you? <laughs> Like I said, I think I've been upsold the uh, phone store. <laughs> yeah, that's not what that costs. It's not what it cost on my Jeep. Jeez, <laughs> that's a that is a funny comparison. I mean, yeah, I would be. I'd be. That'd be a fun breakdown. I would love to see the breakdown analysis of what is the highest profit margin in a vehicle that's so mass produced, like an F one hundred and fifty or a Jeep. Like, what are the biggest margin options? That's got to be out there somewhere. We'll look that up for you guys. That'd be a fun thing to yeah. talk about. Well, and I would assume as production goes, like when you're producing Gorilla Glass, it's got to be easier to produce big sheets of it than, than chop it down into small stuff for phones. So maybe that's where some of the cost savings comes from. Yeah, it also probably Who knows? ultra small, ultra clear. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't produce glass. Somebody tell I me. I don't either. <laughs> well, we won't be getting into the glass production. Yeah. <laughs> Rain City windshields. Hey, it would, yeah, that would kind of make sense for a business name. <laughs> don't get me started. I'm, st I'm still hunting after Rain City monkeys. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is coming up. I can't believe that is. Uh, what are we at? Are we are we at a month yet? No, we um, we're a month and seven days away. Yeah, almost a month and a week. Yeah, I I, I I'm going to be honest. When we first started this, this was a great idea, and I I as as I I'm thinking about it now, and I think my heart is beating faster. So, and not out of uh you know in pure anticipation. I'm I'm excited to do it, but like every person I say look, I, I I talk to about that goes, are you insane? Like, yeah, but what's the point? So, yeah. And well, that's the thing. It's like, it's, I don't know. We've, ta we've talked about it a lot. The actually the parts of me that I'm worried about wearing, like getting sore from this are my wrists due to the lack of front uh, suspension. Just no matter what you do to it, Olin's or whatever, you just don't have a lot of travel and the road is Agreed. not a trail. So there's that, but it is going to take some toll on my wrists. And actually 
honestly just my butt because the monkey is not a bike that is designed to be stood up and ride. So a dirt bike, you have, it's really tall for a reason. You hug it with your knees and you have all that body of the bike and the frame is designed to have you wrap it with your legs and move it with your core. The monkey's not like that. When I stand up on the monkey, I'm, my knees are like almost a little higher than the tank. So, and you're bent over no matter what bars you have on that bike. Right. And so I'm actually yeah. switching to an ATV high bend bar. It's got enough cable length. I had to do like 100 measurements to verify that. Um, mm. And that was because I was concerned. I'm like, am I going to have enough throttle cable if I raise the bars even a little bit? But luckily, I will. Um, but yeah, that's going to be the physical extremity of it. I My commitment, I'm going to talk to Brandon Ben Powell um, about this because we're going to do a brainstorming session. Who are you going to talk to? Brandon Ben Powell. Yeah, if our listeners oh, haven't heard that name. You know, we should talk to him. Yeah, Brandon talk to him. I agree. Okay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, Agreed. Yep. Uh, about doing a nightly, like, uh, a live blog update from this um, vlog <laughs> as we go along. As we're covered in dirt. session, but I was down with that, too. Yes. Well, <laughs> we are staying at hotels, and this might be one of the... I don't... It's, I, people who don't know me know this. I don't have a weird thing about... I don't like being touched, like, by a masseuse. I like... My he- I like my head massage during I'm getting a haircut, and that's about it. But I don't like massages in general. I will probably go for one on this trip so I can survive it. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we all will. It's group rate. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Tell you. So. It's, uh, well, I mean, at the end of the day, um, like I told people, we're in, we're on Washington. If, if something happens or we, we just, we're over it, we're, we're still in Washington. So. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, yeah. That's why we've got a lot of people who have wanted to come along. I'm like, I don't know if we're actually going to make it, but we're going to try. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see if we make it first, then we'll invite you. <laughs> Let's see if we can keep us alive and then we'll invite you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, some, there's some rumor that one of the people on the rally is going to sell his bike afterwards. So. I heard that. What a jerk. Well, I mean, I'm going to beat him senseless with a wet noodle, so it's fine. I mean, and he has a good reason. Like, oh, I got a kid and he can't drive it. <laughs> lame you know, the funny part is is if he parts it out he probably won't lose a dime not even a dime on that thing there's <laughs> such oh, high no, demand I, right now yeah i had i had somebody offer me eight grand for mine yesterday or two days ago <laughs> and i was like nope sentimental value so yeah i mean no, and, just... and i think part of that is you can't get them so that's no. the fun stuff i'm uh, i've been looking uh, a lot actually so i've been looking for a yellow one um and it's one of the things that, like, if one popped up locally, I would probably just go get it and figure it out. You know, like, okay. Because that would complete the collection. I really want a yellow one. That's what I've always wanted. But I couldn't find one. And I still can't. So, anyway. But not one of the new ones. You no, want, you I want, want the, the I want a 19 to 21 yellow. The true yellow. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, they'll start. I, you know, it's funny because I'm looking at some of the mileage on some of these people. They, people are buying them, but they're not necessarily riding them that much. Like, it's, it's finding the time, which I get. It's like you have to go make the money to pay them for them, but uh, well, it's not it's even tough. that. It's a short trip bike. That's what it was designed for. It's a it's a run around short trip bike. Most of the trips I do on the monkey are fifteen miles. I mean, that's most yeah. of it, really. And I, I do, you know, if you do one hundred fifteen mile trips, you're still only fifteen hundred miles in. So true. That's true. That's yeah. true. Well, well, you got. I mean, I've got what seven hundred miles on mine. Mine now, I think. So yeah, I think I've got four hundred on one. But I've been riding it a lot more here because this is such a, a perfect space for small bikes and small trips. So you can just go everywhere. Yeah. So looks good parked outside the you know the local Albertsons, what next to the side by sides. <laughs> I tell you, every time I ride it, somebody asks me about it. Every time. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean Honda should pay me for the amount of information I put out about those. So yeah, Honda, you should pay us. <laughs> yeah, Honda, <laughs> we're the cool kids. Honda motorcycles. We got Subarus. Honda motorcycles. Right? <laughs> yeah. I, I was looking, I was trying to figure out if I could put a trailer hitch on the, uh, 
on the the cross trek and and like to and then get one of those flatbeds like Brandon's got to mm-hmm. put the monkey on, but I'm not sure it would work. <laughs> there's got to be a way so, we can do that. Like you're not the first. No, there's person a way to track. do it. I just don't know if it would if it would be like it's going to make the rear end even with the the lightweight of the monkey. It's going to make the rear end really droop. So no, I don't know. It won't. So. Well, I mean, you and I, we'll see. I mean, also, maybe it'll fit in the new back, back, the back bed of a Maverick or Maverick or whatever it is. Yeah. So I really like that truck. Uh, it's it's tempting. It's really tempting. I mean, uh, you know, but it's funny because um, after our, our last interview, what was it, uh, like two, two or three weeks ago with, with Oc Tuning, I mean, with Zach, I mean, I really, I would have a GTI too. Oh, yeah, they're fun. That's, I mean, you know, I never realized how much I, that would be kind of a fun, a fun car to have. Hot hatches so. rock. They're tons of fun. Yeah, I know. I know. But I'll just convince somebody else to buy a Jeep. So, yeah. I still think you should just get a small truck. That's really what you need. And I don't, I think I you know. go but for the But the problem range. is small trucks are expensive now. They, they used to, they used to be affordable. Yeah, that's, that's true. They're, <laughs> I think the Ranger so, would we'll be the, a really useful vehicle. Just saying. Well, yeah, Ranger or the, or the Colorado. But I mean, I, I saw a Ranger that somebody has, uh, uh, specked out and it was done really well. And it was actually, uh, ironically, it wasn't an Avance person, which is weird to me. Um, but it, we were, it looked really good. We're getting them at the Avance off road events though. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 No, I know. I mean, those are, but I mean, somebody had like, they had a headache rack, not a headache rack, but a rack like yours. And it had been, it had seen something and I don't think it had Washington plates on it. So, um, maybe passing through. We should do a small truck shootout. That'd be a fun one. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Hey, speaking of Avance. Uh, give us trucks. Yeah. Yeah. Go and off-road. Are you go- you're going this weekend, the 19th? I will be there at the Avance off-road event. Um, I think, uh, please come see me because um, I realized after Dan left that I don't think I have the table or the chairs. So I'll be standing. So please drive by and let me sit in your car. You can go buy another table. <laughs> I we need I another one anyway. Just go to Costco. <laughs> Well, I understand that, but I also have the conundrum where my car barely fits the canopy in it with just the canopy, let alone putting a table in it. So we'll see. I know we need another table, so I just hey, Brandon, I just realized that today. Since you're bringing all, yeah. since you're already bringing a canopy, you want to bring another canopy? No, I'm not going to make him do. He's he's nicely storing it for us. I, I don't know what I would have done with it if he hadn't saved us for that. So Brandon Ben Pal, in case you want to know, he's he's our savior, Brandon Ben Pal. So, yeah. <laughs> all right, so that's the 19th. You can go see Nick there because I won't be there. Sorry. Um, okay. The, there's some exciting stuff coming up. There's, there's another track track day at Pacific Raceway. It's the lapping day. That's the 24th, uh, 8 to 4. Um, another dino day at Carb Connection, the 26th. Man, the calendar is packed. The, the other event on the 26th really is what I want to talk about, though. Did you see this? The, uh, the off-road the event? Drive? No, the yeah. off-road event on the 26th. The, to Moses? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm seeing it now. <laughs> So, yeah. So, I, as I, I tell everybody, Moses is, is training wheels dunes. It's not really dunes. It's kind of like volcanic ash, and it kind of sucks. Um, but if you're just starting out, it's pretty great. Um, so, Oregon dunes, you know, there, there are some awesome dunes around here that are not Moses. Like, but it's a great way to get started. So, if you've never done the dunes, you will quickly realize why everybody builds everything for the dunes and keeps doing it. It's so much fun in the right vehicle. Um not the monkey, probably not the Subaru, but uh, the Raptor, or if you've got a side by side, that's where you want to be. So, hmm. 
Yeah, I had actually had not seen that, and I was looking at the calendar earlier today. So that must be something that newer they added, or I just missed it. Yeah, maybe. he just so. added it. Uh, they've got they've got some required stuff out there. Safety flag is one of the things people often forget about. You, the easiest way to do that is a hitch mount. You can just write on the trailer hitch. You can add a big giant flag. Um, you can get them on Amazon or wherever. Um, then let's see, forty five bucks for vehicles, limiting to twenty vehicles, and they're camping overnight. So that would be a fun thing just to go do and hang out if you're not an Avance member. Um, they'll keep you busy off road. I have some great memories of, of being a younger individual in the dunes. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I think I remember them. I don't know, but uh, there's, I mean, that's, it's fun out there, but be prepared. I think it's good that everybody's going in a group and which will be good because there are some spots that get really deep in sand, but oh, look, they even have an, a Raptor going through the sand. Look at that, Dan. <laughs> that's what we're built for. Oh, nice. Oh, and nice. then uh, yeah. I need to get my hands on one of these. I'm sure Adam will help, help us out, but, uh, Avant's Denver magazine launch and open house is the 26th, though, our Colorado listeners, and we love Colorado. I wish I was there. Um, we almost tried to go there instead, um, just a little too far away. But that's a, they've got their, that's a thriving community that's growing really rapidly. They have their own magazine now, and uh, they have some of the best driving roads in the country. So if uh, our Avant's members, our Avant's listeners, anybody who needs to join Avant still, you should go check that out and take some drives over to Colorado. I'm sure those listeners over there can tell you some great places to go. It's one of my favorite places to drive, and you should definitely go check it out. Yeah, if Adam's not careful, this is going to take off and be successful. I know. He's only in three states so far. I tell you. Well, I mean, <laughs> this Portland County just crossed the border. No. Yeah, he should hire some help. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I agree. He's going to, he needs some help, but that's, that's, that's more psychological. So <laughs> he knows what, so, he hired Brandon Ben Powell, remember? Because Brandon Ben Powell runs the uh, the off road events. So I don't know when Brandon sleeps, <laughs> because I know he's I, very I busy either. with work. I know what he does for work, and I don't know when he sleeps between search and rescue, Avance off road, everything else he does, and his other job. I, I just lives off. And he's out caffeine. making friends. Yeah, like, I'm in my elevator yesterday, and a guy looks at me and goes, "Are you Nick?" And I go, "Yeah." He goes, "Oh, I know your buddy Brandon Ben Powell." He's like, uh, "We're going for a ride." Uh, I'm like, "Oh uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going on that ride," and. Uh, Nice to meet you. Everybody knows the man. He, he covers the plateau very well. Everybody, I think he's just, uh, he's out there rescuing everybody. So. Yeah, if only, of our, if only our listeners would remember his name. I do. Yeah, who, Brandon Ben Pals? That's hard. Yeah. We need to say it a few hundred more times, and then he just won't be able to get up in the morning. So That's a good idea. Yep. <laughs> nice. All right, man. Well, we miss you down here. I wish you were coming to I, hang out. I wish I was too. I'm still trying to work on it. Like I said, we had a little boo-boo up here, but we're working on, but uh, getting better by the day. Um, and um, I can't wait to get you guys back up here. You know, it's just, it, it, it's again, it's so weird to drive down to the lake and then, like, you know, like I walk out on the dock and somebody's screaming at me now, but it's not the good screams like you used to say to me. So, no. yeah. <laughs> like, it's not the excited to see you screams? Guy. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. All right. Well, um, you know, it was uh, great to talk to you as always. And um, for this episode of Rain City Supercars, I'm Nick. I'm Dan. And don't just get there. Enjoy the drive. We spend an average of eight hours and 41 minutes a day facing screens, laptops, smartphones, tablets, even digital refrigerators. But what are we really connected to? Isn't it time you connected to something greater? Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. For people who love cars.